0: I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist with your daily Relationship Nugget. This is part two of the series, The Relationship Between Mental Health and Resilience in Marriage and Family. And I ended last time with a quotation uh, from Mortel. I would like to share again with you. True love is not about compatibility. It's about making a core connection. The challenge is to see past the externalities to the soul of the matter. That is where love happens and that is where a marriage is protected from change. Connect at your cores and you can change careers, hairstyles, hobbies, interests, friends, favorite restaurants and fashion preferences. Through all your changes, love will last. For me, this connection he talks about is established by incorporating the tools I mentioned twice already in this presentation, like unconditional acceptance, unconditional loving, a spirit of forgiveness, warmth, creative ways of loving and caring for each other, equalitarian or egalitarian perspective on roles and flexibility. Let's continue in this part two of this series. And I will look at resilience through the perspective of parenting and one practice that can set children up to become weak adults. This is about second-guessing. What's that word? Second-guessing. Now you're wondering what second-guessing has to do with resilience. First, what is second-guessing? One answer is this. To question or criticize action or decision of someone, often after the results of the actions or decisions are known. Here is another one. Second-guessing oneself is a form of insecurity, anxiety and lack of self-confidence about whether you have made the right decision or not. End of quote. Let me demonstrate how parents... So doubt, through second-guessing, that leads to anxiety, fretting, worry, low self-esteem, and self-doubt, which can make resilience difficult. A mother asks her five-year-old daughter to go and close the back door. The child goes and closes the back door. A few minutes later, the mother asks, Sally, did you close the back door? The daughter says, yes, mom. Then the mother responds, are you sure you closed the back door? Are you sure you did that? Go and check and make sure you did close the door. This very simple form of questioning becomes a norm between mother and daughter as the child grows. As she grows, she begins to seriously doubt her ability to make lifelong decisions. Isn't it interesting, even in the Bible, Jesus said, let, let your yes be yes and your no be no. You don't have to swear that you're, what you're saying is so. This is, this, is, this is similar, okay? And this is so important, parents. As the daughter grows, she begins to seriously doubt her ability to make lifelong decisions. Not even short and simple ones. She always questions herself. Second-guessing herself becomes a part of her life. Now, truthfully, second-guessing, we all do that a little bit. We want to make sure we did something correctly, but that's not what I'm talking about. This is self-doubt that can lead to anxiety and so forth and ending of decision-making. And uh, um, this is so important. Thus, because of this resilience that is bouncing back, from tough times, or tragedy becomes challenging. During COVID-19, there was a lot of second-guessing going on. I know of a gentleman in his late 30s who cancelled getting married twice. Each time, it was two weeks before the wedding day. When I explored deeper, he shared that he grew up with his grandmother. She constantly questioned his personal decisions or when he did something she asked him to do. Each time she would ask, did you really do what I said? And other such statements. I hope you're getting the picture. Let me share with you a letter I received from a 15-year-old client who gave permission to me to share it. She came to counseling because she had Uh, Years of anxiety, yeah, this 15-year-old, needed to deal with it. She's brilliant and doing well in school. When examined closely, it became clear that from a young age, her mother also taught her to doubt her actions and decisions, especially in certain areas of her lives. She was being crippled by second-guessing. Today, at age 15, each time she has to do something, especially in front of the school or her class, she doubts her ability to do so. She would push through whatever she had to do. Uh, She had to restrain herself from showing anxiety in front of her classmate. After doing the task, she would run to the bathroom to quiet her anxiety. Nobody in the class or the school knows about what she is going through. Here are a few paragraphs from the letter she gave me. Today was the day I found out how abnormal it is for people to feel so numb. The evening breeze blowing through my hair, raindrops falling so silently during the night, sleepless nights after a rough day. Reckless decisions being made after people shut me out. It's all, it all comes down to one conclusion. I've been through enough stress to the point where it is hard to find my normal self again. What's my normal self doing, being hidden? See the thing, it is hard to let things go, no, no matter how many fake smiles it takes. I've learned that mentally it hurts like hell, but physically it only burns for a while. Meanwhile, you are being scolded for life. The more you continue letting people bring you down, the more people will think of you as weak and hurt you even more. You might think you're doing the right thing, but there comes a time when you are letting the people you hate the most or trusted the most beat you down. The more you think about it, everything becomes slow, and unexpected people leave you repeatedly until you realize you ain't nobody you get misunderstood by your actions some people can think you are suicidal and others may think you are just hurt mentally and physically someone said to me that no one understands me they don't even get me I keep that in it stings Just thinking about it, no matter how much you try to bring happiness to others, you mess up. Am I just a simple mistake? I thought to myself repeatedly, those words mean something till this day, but what's there to change that? End of quote. You remember, you're listening to part two of The Relationship Between Mental Health and Resilience in Marriage and Family. And I'm suggesting that resilience is not possible when people are treated meanly. Or parents plant seeds of self-doubt in them and self-doubt through second-guessing can make Resilience, Difficult or Impossible? Well, I would like you to return for part three of the relationship between mental health and resilience in marriage and family. I'm Barrington Brennan, and I would be delighted to hear from you, whether you are in the Bahamas, in Jamaica, in Belize, in St. Martin, in the Cayman Islands, in England, whether you're listening on Spotify, Please feel free to let me know how you're enjoying this program. You can text me at 242-477-4002 or email me at info at soencouragement.org. You have been listening to your Daily Relationship Nugget. I am Barrington Brennan and I'm doing my best to keep a smile on your heart.